part two chapter eight of the possessed by fyodor dostoevsky translated by constance garnett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part two chapter eight ivan the tsarevich they had gone pyotr stepanovitch was about to rush back to the meeting to bring order into chaos but probably reflecting that it wasn't worth bothering about left everything and two minutes later was flying after the other two on the way he remembered a shortcut to filipov's house he rushed along it up to his knees in mud and did in fact arrive at the very moment when stavrogin and kirillov were coming in at the gate you here already observed kirillov that's good come in how is it you told us you lived alone asked stavrogin passing a boiling samovar in the passage you will see directly who it is i live with muttered kirillov go in they had hardly entered when verhovensky at once took out of his pocket the anonymous letter he had taken from lemke and laid it before stavrogin they all then sat down stavrogin read the letter in silence well he asked that scoundrel will do as he writes verhovensky explained so as he is under your control tell me how to act i assure you he may go to lemke to-morrow well let him go let him go and when we can prevent him too you are mistaken he is not dependent on me besides i don't care he doesn't threaten me in any way he only threatens you you too i don't think so but there are other people who may not spare you surely you understand that listen stavrogin this is only playing with words surely you don't grudge the money why would it cost money it certainly would two thousand or at least fifteen hundred give it to me to-morrow or even to-day and to-morrow evening i'll send him to petersburg for you that's just what he wants if you like he can take marya timofyevna note that there was something distracted about him he spoke as it were without caution and he did not reflect on his words stavrogin watched him wondering i've no reason to send marya timofyevna away perhaps you don't even want to pyotr stepanovitch smiled ironically perhaps i don't in short will there be the money or not he cried with angry impatience and as it were peremptorily to stavrogin the latter scrutinized him gravely there won't be the money look here stavrogin you know something or have done something already you are going it his face worked the corners of his mouth twitched and he suddenly laughed an unprovoked and irrelevant laugh but you've had money from your father for the estate stavrogin observed calmly maman sent you six or eight thousand for stepan trofimovitch so you can pay the fifteen hundred out of your own money i don't care to pay for other people i've given a lot as it is it annoys me he smiled himself at his own words ah you are beginning to joke stavrogin got up from his chair verhovensky instantly jumped up too and mechanically stood with his back to the door as though barring the way to him stavrogin had already made a motion to push him aside and go out when he stopped short i won't give up shatov to you he said pyotr stepanovitch started they looked at one another i told you this evening why you needed shatov's blood said stavrogin with flashing eyes it's the cement you want to bind your groups together with you drove shatov away cleverly just now you knew very well that he wouldn't promise not to inform and he would have thought it mean to lie to you but what do you want with me what do you want with me 
ever since we met abroad you won't let me alone the explanation you've given me so far was simply raving meanwhile you are driving at my giving lebyadkin fifteen hundred roubles so as to give fedka an opportunity to murder him i know that you think i want my wife murdered too you think to tie my hands by this crime and have me in your power that's it isn't it what good will that be to you what the devil do you want with me look at me once for all am i the man for you and let me alone has fedka been to you himself verkovensky asked breathlessly yes he came his price is fifteen hundred too but here he'll repeat it himself there he stands stavrogin stretched out his hand pyotr stepanovitch turned round quickly a new figure fedka wearing a sheepskin coat but without a cap as though he were at home stepped out of the darkness in the doorway he stood there laughing and showing his even white teeth his black eyes with yellow whites darted cautiously about the room watching the gentleman there was something he did not understand he had evidently been just brought in by kirillov and his inquiring eyes turned to the latter he stood in the doorway but was unwilling to come into the room i suppose you got him ready here to listen to our bargaining or that he may actually see the money in our hands is that it asked stavrogin and without waiting for an answer he walked out of the house verkovensky almost frantic overtook him at the gate stop not another step he cried seizing him by the arm stavrogin tried to pull away his arm but did not succeed he was overcome with fury seizing verkovensky by the hair with his left hand he flung him with all his might on the ground and went out at the gate but he had not gone thirty paces before verkovensky overtook him again let us make it up let us make it up he murmured in a spasmodic whisper stavrogin shrugged his shoulders but neither answered nor turned round i will bring you lizaveta nikolaevna to-morrow shall i no why don't you answer tell me what you want i'll do it listen i'll let you have shatov shall i then it's true that you meant to kill him cried stavrogin what do you want with shatov what is he to you pyotr stepanovitch went on gasping speaking rapidly he was in a frenzy and kept running forward and seizing stavrogin by the elbow probably unaware of what he was doing listen i'll let you have him let's make it up your price is a very great one but let's make it up stavrogin glanced at him at last and was amazed the eyes the voice were not the same as always or as they had been in the room just now what he saw was almost another face the intonation of the voice was different verkovensky besought implored he was a man from whom what was most precious was being taken or had been taken and who was still stunned by the shock but what's the matter with you cried stavrogin the other did not answer but ran after him and gazed at him with the same imploring but yet inflexible expression let's make it up he whispered once more listen like fedka i have a knife in my boot but i'll make it up with you but what do you want with me damn you stavrogin cried with intense anger and amazement is there some mystery about it am i a sort of talisman for you listen we are going to make a revolution the other muttered rapidly and almost in delirium you don't believe we shall make a revolution we are going to make such an upheaval that everything will be uprooted from its foundation karmazinov is right that there is nothing to lay hold of karmazinov is very intelligent another ten such groups in different parts of russia and i am safe groups of fools like that broke reluctantly from stavrogin 
oh don't be so clever stavrogin don't be so clever yourself and you know you are by no means so intelligent that you need wish others to be you are afraid you have no faith you are frightened at our doing things on such a scale and why are they fools they are not such fools no one has a mind of his own nowadays there are terribly few original minds nowadays virginsky is a pure-hearted man ten times as pure as you or i but never mind about him liputin is a rogue but i know one point about him every rogue has some point in him lyamshin is the only one who hasn't but he is in my hands a few more groups and i should have money and passports everywhere so much at least suppose it were only that and safe places so that they can search as they like they might uproot one group but they'd stick at the next we'll set things in a ferment surely you don't think that we two are not enough take shigalov and let me alone shigalov is a man of genius you know he is a genius like fourier but bolder than fourier stronger i'll look after him he's discovered equality he is in a fever he is raving something very queer has happened to him thought stavrogin looking at him once more both walked on without stopping he's written a good thing in that manuscript verkovensky went on he suggests a system of spying every member of the society spies on the others and it's his duty to inform against them everyone belongs to all and all to everyone all are slaves and equal in their slavery in extreme cases he advocates slander and murder but the great thing about it is equality to begin with the level of education science and talents is lowered a high level of education and science is only possible for great intellects and they are not wanted the great intellects have always seized the power and been despots great intellects cannot help being despots and they've always done more harm than good they will be banished or put to death cicero will have his tongue cut out copernicus will have his eyes put out shakespeare will be stoned that's shigalovism slaves are bound to be equal there has never been either freedom or equality without despotism but in the herd there is bound to be equality and that's shigalovism ha 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 do you think it's strange i am for shigalovism stavrogin tried to quicken his pace and to reach home as soon as possible if this fellow is drunk where did he manage to get drunk crossed his mind can it be the brandy listen stavrogin to level the mountains is a fine idea not an absurd one i am for shigalov down with culture we've had enough science without science we have material enough to go on for a thousand years but one must have discipline the one thing wanting in the world is discipline the thirst for culture is an aristocratic thirst the moment you have family ties or love you get the desire for property we will destroy that desire we'll make use of drunkenness slander spying we'll make use of incredible corruption we'll stifle every genius in its infancy we'll reduce all to a common denominator complete equality we've learned a trade and we are honest men we need nothing more that was an answer given by english workingmen recently only the necessary is necessary that's the motto of the whole world henceforward but it needs a shock that's for us the directors to look after slaves must have directors absolute submission absolute loss of individuality but once in thirty years shigalov would let them have a shock and they would all suddenly begin eating one another up to a certain point simply as a precaution against boredom 
boredom is an aristocratic sensation the shigalovians will have no desires desire and suffering are our lot but shigalovism is for the slaves you exclude yourself stavrogin broke in again you too do you know i have thought of giving up the world to the pope let him come forth on foot and barefoot and show himself to the rabble saying see what they have brought me to and they will all rush after him even the troops the pope at the head with us round him and below us shigalovism all that's needed is that the international should come to an agreement with the pope so it will and the old chap will agree at once there's nothing else he can do remember my words aha is it stupid tell me is it stupid or not that's enough stavrogin muttered with vexation enough listen i've given up the pope damn shigalovism damn the pope we must have something more every day not shigalovism for shigalovism is a rare specimen of the jeweller's art it's an ideal it's in the future shigalov is an artist and a fool like every philanthropist we need coarse work and shigalov despises coarse work listen the pope shall be for the west and you shall be for us you shall be for us let me alone you drunken fellow muttered stavrogin and he quickened his pace stavrogin you are beautiful cried pyotr stepanovitch almost ecstatically do you know that you are beautiful what's the most precious thing about you is that you sometimes don't know it oh i've studied you i often watch you on the sly there's a lot of simple-heartedness and naivete about you still do you know that there still is there is you must be suffering and suffering genuinely from that simple-heartedness i love beauty i am a nihilist but i love beauty are nihilists incapable of loving beauty it's only idols they dislike but i love an idol you are my idol you injure no one and everyone hates you you treat everyone as an equal and yet everyone is afraid of you that's good nobody would slap you on the shoulder you are an awful aristocrat an aristocrat is irresistible when he goes in for democracy to sacrifice life your own or another's is nothing to you you are just the man that's needed it's just such a man as you that i need i know no one but you you are the leader you are the sun and i am your worm he suddenly kissed his hand a shiver ran down stavrogin's spine and he pulled away his hand in dismay they stood still madman whispered stavrogin perhaps i am raving perhaps i am raving pyotr stepanovitch assented speaking rapidly but i've thought of the first step shigalov would never have thought of it there are lots of shigalovs but only one man one man in russia has hit on the first step and knows how to take it and i am that man why do you look at me i need you you without you i am nothing without you i am a fly a bottled idea columbus without america stavrogin stood still and looked intently into his wild eyes listen first of all we'll make an upheaval verkovensky went on in desperate haste continually clutching at stavrogin's left sleeve i've already told you we shall penetrate to the peasantry do you know that we are tremendously powerful already our party does not consist only of those who commit murder and arson fire off pistols in the traditional fashion or bite colonels they are only a hindrance i don't accept anything without discipline i am a scoundrel of course and not a socialist aha listen i've reckoned them all up a teacher who laughs with children at their god and at their cradle is on our side 
the lawyer who defends an educated murderer because he is more cultured than his victims and could not help murdering them to get money is one of us the schoolboys who murder a peasant for the sake of sensation are ours the juries who acquit every criminal are ours the prosecutor who trembles at a trial for fear he should not seem advanced enough is ours ours among officials and literary men we have lots lots and they don't know it themselves on the other hand the docility of schoolboys and fools has reached an extreme pitch the schoolmasters are bitter and bilious on all sides we see vanity puffed up out of all proportion brutal monstrous appetites do you know how many we shall catch by little ready-made ideas when i left russia litra's dictum that crime is insanity was all the rage i come back and i find that crime is no longer insanity but simply common sense almost a duty anyway a gallant protest how can we expect a cultured man not to commit a murder if he is in need of money but these are only the first fruits the russian god has already been vanquished by cheap vodka the peasants are drunk the mothers are drunk the children are drunk the churches are empty and in the peasant courts one hears one hundred lashes or stand us a bucket of vodka oh this generation has only to grow up it's only a pity we can't afford to wait or we might have let them get a bit more tipsy ah what a pity there's no proletariat but there will be there will be we are going that way it's a pity too that we've grown greater fools muttered stavrogin moving forward as before listen i've seen a child of six years old leading home his drunken mother whilst she swore at him with foul words do you suppose i am glad of that when it's in our hands maybe we'll mend things if need be we'll drive them for forty years into the wilderness but one or two generations of vice are essential now monstrous abject vice by which a man is transformed into a loathsome cruel egoistic reptile that's what we need and what's more a little fresh blood that we may get accustomed to it why are you laughing i am not contradicting myself i am only contradicting the philanthropists and shigalovism not myself i am a scoundrel not a socialist ha! i'm only sorry there's no time i promised karmazinov to begin in may and to make an end by october is that too soon Aha! do you know what stavrogin though the russian people use foul language there's nothing cynical about them so far do you know the serfs had more self-respect than karmazinov though they were beaten they always preserved their gods which is more than karmazinov's done well verkovensky this is the first time i've heard you talk and i listen with amazement observed stavrogin so you are really not a socialist then but some sort of ambitious politician a scoundrel a scoundrel you are wondering what i am i'll tell you what i am directly that's what i'm leading up to it was not for nothing that i kissed your hand but the people must believe that we know what we are after while the other side do nothing but brandish their cudgels and beat their own followers ah if we only had more time that's the only trouble we have no time we will proclaim destruction why is it why is it that idea has such a fascination but we must have a little exercise we must we'll set fires going we'll set legends going every scurvy group will be of use out of those very groups i'll pick you out fellows so keen they'll not shrink from shooting and be grateful for the honour of a job too well and there will be an upheaval there's going to be such an upset as the world has never seen before 
russia will be overwhelmed with darkness the earth will weep for its old gods well then we shall bring forward whom whom ivan the tsarevich whom ivan the tsarevich you you stavrogin thought a minute a pretender he asked suddenly looking with intense surprise at his frantic companion ah so that's your plan at last we shall say that he is in hiding verkovensky said softly in a sort of tender whisper as though he really were drunk indeed do you know the magic of that phrase he is in hiding but he will appear he will appear will set a legend going better than Skopsy's. he exists but no one has seen him oh what a legend one can set going and the great thing is that it will be a new force at work and we need that that's what they are crying for what can socialism do it's destroyed the old forces but hasn't brought in any new but in this we have a force and what a force incredible we only need one lever to lift up the earth everything will rise up then have you been seriously reckoning on me stavrogin said with a malicious smile why do you laugh and so spitefully don't frighten me i am like a little child now i can be frightened to death by one smile like that listen i'll let no one see you no one so it must be he exists but no one has seen him he is in hiding and do you know one might show you to one out of a hundred thousand for instance and the rumour will spread over all the land we've seen him we've seen him ivan filipovitch the god of sabaoth has been seen too when he ascended into heaven in his chariot in the sight of men they saw him with their own eyes and you are not an ivan filipovitch you are beautiful and proud as a god you are seeking nothing for yourself with the halo of a victim round you in hiding the great thing is the legend you'll conquer them you'll have only to look and you will conquer them he is in hiding and will come forth bringing a new truth and meanwhile we'll pass two or three judgments as wise as solomon's the groups you know the quintets we've no need of newspapers if out of ten thousand petitions only one is granted all would come with petitions in every parish every peasant will know that there is somewhere a hollow tree where petitions are to be put and the whole land will resound with the cry a new just law is to come and the sea will be troubled and the whole jimcrack show will fall to the ground and then we shall consider how to build up an edifice of stone for the first time we are going to build it we and only we madness said stavrogin why why don't you want it are you afraid that's why i caught at you because you are afraid of nothing is it unreasonable but you see so far i am columbus without america would columbus without america seem reasonable stavrogin did not speak meanwhile they had reached the house and stopped at the entrance listen verkovensky bent down to his ear i'll do it for you without the money i'll settle marya timofyevna to-morrow without the money and to-morrow i'll bring you liza will you have liza to-morrow is he really mad stavrogin wondered smiling the front door was opened stavrogin is america ours said verkovensky seizing his hand for the last time what for said nikolai vsyevolodovitch gravely and sternly you don't care i knew that cried verkovensky in an access of furious anger you are lying you miserable profligate perverted little aristocrat i don't believe you you've the appetite of a wolf 
understand that you've cost me such a price i can't give you up now there's no one on earth but you i invented you abroad i invented it all looking at you if i hadn't watched you from my corner nothing of all this would have entered my head stavrogin went up the steps without answering stavrogin verkovensky called after him i give you a day two then three then more than three i can't and then you're to answer end of chapter eight recording by expatriate in bangor maine